Hello and welcome to the Conversation of Money podcast. This is where we talk about money, investing and all things personal finance. I'm your host, Peter Komalafe, and it's my mission to help you make the best financial decisions because money is a tool, life is for living. Good morning and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. This week is going to be a review of 2022. Last week on the podcast, I asked you to take a moment just to think about the things that have gone well this year and maybe even think about some things that you would have done differently or things that you could have improved on. And when you're thinking about those things that you could have improved on, not thinking about the things that are outside of the realm of your control. So thinking on things that you could have proactively influenced. And this is important. And the reason why I asked people to do this, and if you did do it, I hope that you kind of made a list and realized that you probably had a better year than you probably had thought previously because naturally as human beings when we go through a 12-month period we tend to dwell on the negative things more than we do the positive things and I hope in that exercise you're able to see that you probably had a better year than you probably thought beforehand. This year for me has been um, good and bad and in this review of the year i'm going to share some of the good stuff i'm going to share some of the bad stuff i'm going to actually going to end on the bad stuff because there are lessons within the bad stuff that i hope you will take um because at the same time uh i'm not perfect in any way shape or form and i think it's really important for 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 me to share what i struggle with and what i have struggled with this year So let's start off with uh, the goals. If you've been following me for a while, you know that I'm really big on goals. You have to have goals. It drives you forward. It gives you purpose. And for me, it really does give me purpose. It gives me focus through a 12-month period. So for me, I had one very big, hairy, audacious goal. Actually, I had two. I had two very big, uh, audacious goals at the beginning of this year. Um, And then I had some smaller goals around my business and the YouTube channel and the podcast specifically. So the first really big goal that I want that I that I had at the beginning of this year was to be in a position where I had more consistent um, TV work. Um, and TV work is a weird one because it's not necessarily about the fact that TV pays a lot of money because actually it doesn't. I mean, many people may be surprised to to hear that, but it was about it's a stepping stone to some of the bigger stuff that I actually want to do three, four, five years from now in terms of building a system that will change something that is fundamentally important to to this country and the way we receive financial education. This is a stepping stone towards it. So the big goal was to have a consistent run on TV. Now, in January, when I set that goal, I knew that I was going to be doing a, a show for Channel 4. And I knew that that was going to come out first quarter of the year. And I was hoping off the back of that, I would get some interest to appear on a few shows here and there and build my reputation as an expert and be a regular. Um, what transpired was the show went out. I did Lorraine uh, for a period of time. I think I did Lorraine uh, six or so times in the in a space of two months or so, and then uh, I had a bit of a quiet period, and then uh, in the summer, just at the end of summer, um, I got a new agent, and that agent got me into um, Steph Pack Lunch, uh, and uh, that has been my consistent run of TV work uh, for the back end of. 2022. So that for me was a really big tick in the box because now. When I look back over my media exposure for 2022, and bearing in mind I had none at all at the very, very beginning, 
the TV exposure that I've had and not just TV, but radio that I've done, um, where I've been quoted in tabloids, where I've written articles for tabloids, that's been quite extensive. And I look back at it now and I'm like, wow, a lot has happened in, in that arena in 2022 and I'm thankful for it. The other goal that I had, which is the big, hairy, audacious one, is one I can't actually speak about right now, but it is one that I have achieved and you will hear about this in the new year. Um, and it's something that, again, in 2020, I was like, if I could ever do this, it would be absolutely amazing. And that happened this year. When I think about the other smaller goals that I had, um, really just around the business, just in terms of turnover, how much I wanted to turn over, I, I, I wrote down a target of about 150,000 in turnover. I'm a smidgen below that right now. Um, so it wasn't a full hit. It's kind of a, a miss a little bit, but at the same time, it was still an increase on last year. So I'm kind of content with that. I don't do this for money. I do this because I want to be able to impact people as, as much as I can. Um, and through working with people and doing different things, I think the good work then pulls in money. So whilst the turnover target would have been nice to hit, it's not the end or be all. I'm not too far off it either. On the podcast, I wanted to 2x the podcast downloads. Now, at the end of last year, we finished on about 100,000 downloads. Currently, as we speak, we're going to be on around about 170,000 downloads we're going to end on uh, this year. So again, that's kind of a miss, but I'm not really too mad at that, if I'm honest. I I still think that as a as a podcast, I am still very privileged that people still tune into this on a week on a week to week basis that you're here on a week to week basis to, to hear what I have to say and you take what I have to say. And that is a privilege. So the fact that we might end up being, you know, 25,000 off target for me, doesn't really matter. You, you're still here. And that is the most important thing for me. And then the other side to things is obviously on YouTube, growth on YouTube, growth on YouTube this year has been very, very slow, but the views on YouTube, I've still been able to get quite a lot of views on YouTube. And again, just thankful that people are there. So the views on YouTube, the growth on YouTube in terms of subscriber count, that hasn't happened at all. I wanted to double the amount of subscriber count that I had. That is a big, big miss on its own. I mean, I wanted to get to 60,000 subscribers. So I think we're about 39,000. So we're about 20,000 short at this point in time. And, you know, as goals go, sometimes you have them, you miss them, but they are this kind of measurement to, to ensure that you're making progress, or at least that's how I view them. So I have some missed goals, but the goals that really matter to me the most are the two big, hairy, audacious goals. And if I'm completely honest, and this is why I get into, you know, the flip side of all of this good stuff that's happened, is that the big, hairy, audacious goals, because they were, they were goals that I realized at a point were possible, it kind of distracted me a little bit from maybe uh, the YouTube channel, for definitely for sure. It distracted me from social media and really churning out content to, to be able to grow just the YouTube channel and even here on the podcast. Um, but then again, I think if I hadn't achieved the big, heavy, audacious goals, I think I would have still missed um, an important part on my goal list. And the fact that I've been able to strike off the two that I wrote down is is massive for me. But, you know, there are always learnings and there are always lessons. And one of the things that I've always struggled with, and you will know this if you've been at the, on the podcast for the past two years, I've always struggled with balance. 
and I made a promise to myself this year that I was going to get better with balance, but um, that hasn't happened. And I think the issue that I have is that I'm I'm a little bit of a workaholic. I like to focus in and get what's done, what needs to be done, done. And that doesn't leave a lot of time for, you know, self-care and just making sure that I'm okay as a person. My head's just constantly down. And that's been a negative. And that's something that I do I do need to change in 2023. I need to put some mechanisms in place to ensure that I can get something that's practical, that, that works. And if you're listening to this and you have something that works for you, I would love to hear your feedback. I'd love to hear what works for you how you manage to gain balance and still manage to, you know, be successful or how you have uh, a self-care routine, what your self-care routine is. I would love to hear from you if you do have one. So balance for me has been a bad, it's been, a, it's been one of those things that I would put into the bad column. The other thing that I'll put in the bad column as well, and this is again a consequence of me not getting uh, enough balance in, you know, the work-life looking after myself sort of equation is that, you know, this year I felt as though I was running myself into the ground and, you know, start to have chest pains, which end up being chondroitis, which is muscular pain more than anything else. But it did kind of, you know, freak me out a little bit because I'm more concerned about, you know, am I okay? You know, that did happen this year. And again, it's a failing on my part because I'm so focused on the work more than anything else. I don't know what it is. I need to see somebody, if I'm completely honest, um, to try and figure out what's going on there. The other thing that I often do, and these are the two big things that I think um, I definitely need to I need to improve is, you know, comparing yourself. Uh, I'm very, very competitive um, by nature. And I think that's natural for most people. If you're playing sports or you're in a a competitive corporate environment, you are competitive. You you want to be the best. You want to one-up a colleague. You want to be the best performer. And you use other people to drive you forward, right? You find that competitor. You find that competition that spurs you on. And that's been me this year. It's comparing myself with other influencers who are out there um, and looking at what they're doing and thinking, right, I need to do that. And I have to pause and stop and just look back and realize, well, hang on a second. There's a lot of progress that has been made over the last, you know, 12 months or so to appreciate that, that moment, because I'm also aware that in the same token, I'm looking at others trying to aspire to what other people are doing, but people are doing the exact same thing with me, aspiring to what I'm trying to do, trying to replicate what I'm trying to do. And I think there's a dangerous cycle in being caught up in that because you forget or you lose a sense of reality around the fact that, hang on a second, there's a big leap that has happened. And I would definitely say that with the TV work, there's a big leap that has happened. And not being able to pause or not giving yourself the opportunity to take a step back and appreciate that devalues what you've achieved. And I guess this is one of the big things that I do want to leave people with this this week on, on the podcast. And if you haven't done the exercise yet where you have started to look at what you've done this year, please do so. Because I think, again, when you write down what you've done, everything that you've achieved, all of the good, you'll find that you've had a better year than you think. And if you are the kind of person where you've managed to get some promotions this year, or you've managed to work up the ladder, or you've achieved some personal or professional goals, 
you need to take a moment just to pause and appreciate the work that you've done. Because if you don't, you're going to undervalue what it took to, to achieve that thing. And I think for me, that's my biggest, I, I practice gratitude. I have to, because where I was two years ago when this all started is very, very different to where I am right now. And I'm sure where I will be at the end of 2023, reviewing 2023 will be very, very different to the, to the place that I'm at right now. And I think specifically when it comes to our goals and our drive towards those goals, I think it is absolutely crucial, absolutely crucial that we don't get caught up in the hype of what we're doing and being as true to ourselves as we possibly can. I still get imposter syndrome. I do. Even with the TV stuff that I've done, it's like, oh no, I'm so fixated on getting it right. And that can be a bad thing, really. It can be a bad thing. It means that you're too focused. You're too, you forget to enjoy what you're going through or the experience that you're having, the thing that's happening right in front of you. And I think those are the lessons that I will take from this year into next year. It is, you know, not comparing myself to other people. Yes, it's okay to have a, a yardstick, a, a goal and someone that you're aspiring to, but a direct competition is wrong because um, it means that you're comparing and comparing will rob you of all kinds of joy and appreciation for what you've been able to do independently on your own. And, you know, in, as far as, imposter syndrome goes I think it's always natural that you're going to be you're going to feel that and I think if you're not in an environment where you feel imposter syndrome you're you may not be moving um I welcome it I welcome it I embrace it because it keeps me on my toes and it means that I'm doing something that I'm not necessarily 100% confident with it means that I am pushing the boundaries and it will it will push me to be better. And that's the key thing. Next year in everything that we do, I want to be better. And that will lead me on to, you know, maybe some final words for the podcast this year. I want to say thank you to you. Like, thank you for being here. And next year, there will be some changes to, to the format. There'll be some, some changes to the things that we're talking about. And that's a byproduct of, of me growing and me changing and me hoping to bring you on the journey. There are lots of things that I've learned over the past two years that I think um, for you as a listener, you could ben benefit from, particularly if you're trying to you know, start your own business. I am acutely aware that we speak about money and interest rates and investing. And that's okay if you have the resources to to do all of those things, to look at all of those things. But ultimately, you may need help in actually earning the money. And next year, what I will do is talk more about business entrepreneurship. We'll talk more about things that I really am interested in. That's, you know, mental health for men specifically, very, very passionate about that. The impact that money has on mental health for young men these days. There's a lot of pressure socially to be, you know, earning good money. And that can be a positive, but it can also be a really negative thing. And as men, obviously, we don't talk about this stuff, right? We, we bottle it up and we just crack on and get on with it. And I think we need to have more conversations. And I do want to talk about that in the new year among a plethora of other subjects that are connected to money that I think 
impact us on a day-to-day basis. So that's just the flavor of what you could expect next year. And I, before I end this, look, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. I can't wait to be back in the new year and continue to deliver value for you. If there are certain things that you would love to hear on the podcast that we've not yet covered, anything that you think would be interesting, um, then by all means, feel free to email me at hello at petercomalafe.com. So hello at petercomalafe, K-O-M-O-L-A-F-E dot com. Um, And I will happily look at the list that gets acquired there. Alternatively, you can just message me on Instagram at Conversation of Money. But thank you so much, guys. I hope you have an amazing Christmas and a wonderful new year. I will speak to you in January. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to check out other episodes and share with the people closest to you. New to investing? Check out Peter's course for first-time investors designed to give you the foundation you need. If you prefer one-on-one coaching, book a complimentary discovery with the man himself. All links in the show notes.